enough for the first year? Uh, I don't think at the time. Well, it was, I just met Tyson that first year, so. And uh, that was the role. I couldn't meet him until that that year, so that was the one thing. And then last year, you guys had something planned, so then and then this year. Yeah, it would have been 2020 was the first year, right? Yeah, exactly. That was the year I met Chris, and then that's how everything kind of snowballed from today down to here. But uh, we on Friday, we the every year we did it, like the first year was like eight or nine people. Then last year was about a dozen people. Then this year was 20. Right or plus or minus 20 people or so. There was more, but some people either backed out or couldn't be there for the event. We had, I written by like uh, Brent Kitchen from uh, A3 Archery. He was, he, I request, asked him to be there, but he had other obligations and such. So yeah, but uh, each year was uh, kind of an, elev uh, an evolution because the first year we did um, Smoked Walleye, or no, spark, Smoked Pike. I don't think that was a, went over the, the greatest because I wasn't impressed with myself either. But then the following year, that's when I, we, we did ribs and we did, uh, what else did we cook up last year? You had venison last year. Yeah, too. venison as well. Yep, venison's always been the key staple of everything, and then that's that was the ribs and that. And then this year, this year was a little bit more uh, intricate. So I went ahead and got a whole bunch of ribs, got venison. Uh, we had a mystery fish. We had paddlefish for the first time. We created something called uh, poor man's lobster, and essentially what it is is that you put uh, water, sugar, uh, salt, and butter. And you basically boil all the fish so that and it turned out really good and it was so good that there was no leftover. So that was the upside about that. And then we did uh, the venison, and then Mike, he was gracious enough to bring over some. He heard his name and looked over. <laughs> he brought over some uh, venison uh, Vienna sausage style stuff, and that that was absolutely delicious. So, and also smoked up some cream cheese as well. That's what Alicia was saying. Yeah, the cream cheese is absolutely delicious. We did. Uh, did you try some of that? I did. I had the uh, savory. I didn't have the sweet. So, what did you think of the savory? It was yeah, about nice. right at the threshold of my savory meter <laughs> it's uh, that uh, combination is uh, candied bacon from spiceology so it's got a nice uh, paprika smoke flavor to it and it's got some sriracha based into it so it has a variety of uh, flavors to the whole thing nice. did we talk about the burnt ends oh yeah that's How that, that's, that that was a uh, I was an experiment that's been I've been trying out for the last couple times I did burnt the ends here a couple weeks ago prior to the event to figure out what I was going to Great with it and just to kind of figure out how the meat's going to cook and uh, it turned out really well so what I did with these is that I had them marinated in the sweet and tangy uh, sauce from uh, Budweiser that they came up with it was I just happened to see it there at uh, Sam's Club picked up a bottle of four and was like hey let's try this so it was like everything had a, a savory flavor to it but let's create some with a sweet and tangy to it so we did that marinated those for 24 hours and we smoked those at 180 degrees for two hours. Then we cranked up the temperature to 100 and, or 275, put it all together. Then after, once it hit that threshold, I threw them in the crock pot with a stick of butter and brown sugar and then just kind of let everything go through it. But the, the spice that I used was Dano's. It's their tradition, it's their allspice, basically. You, you throw it on everything and it's, I just sprayed that down liberally on the whole thing. Now the smoke of choice, the, the pellets I used were mesquite. This way to deliver pretty well flavor, and every I, I cooked up five pounds. It's all gone. Yeah, I'm mad I missed it. Yeah, they were delicious. <clears throat> yeah, they were fantastic. So, how about you guys? What have you guys been up to? How do you guys think of the HSA shoot this year? Good. We made it in time for to shoot part of the back front half. Front half. Front half. We did about ten targets with Ross. With Chuck. Like Kentucky, always, Kentucky, Wataki. I used yeah, to call. I always butcher. I used to call him Wittiki, and he's like, "No, it's Wataki." Yeah, I was, I was, yeah, Wikiki, Wikiki, or something. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Ross. Ross. Our good friend Ross. 
We love him. But so we shot that with him because he was doing some video footage for his upcoming HHA video uh, with Breaking Point. Breaking Point, and then so we ran through a couple of targets with him, kind of knocked some dust off, and then I got into the scramble, which is the highlight of this event, I believe. I think it is because it's fun. You know, it seems to be every year it's the same kind of the same faces so you get to know these people a little bit better and your random partner is always fun to shoot with um so yeah, wasn't the scramble yeah we had a few of our our friends from our club back home blackhawk archers came up um so i actually got paired up with one of our good friends from there uh he shot good i did not so <laughs> we averaged out okay so but it was a lot of fun and always a good cause and it's fun just to harass Mike while he's on the line. Oh yeah, I, I it was, yeah, Mike and always seemed, we're always yeah. next to each other, someplace down there. We were, we were just, we were just a hoot last night, it was fun. Yeah, Mike got sandwiched between Jeff and I, so he got it <laughs> on both sides, the entire 22 yep. targets, and yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun, and like we call this the reunion shoot, so missing some familiar faces this year, but you know, things happen family life is I mean it's big for a lot of us so I'm sure that's why most every way that we'd normally have here weren't here so completely understandable but yeah met some new new people and like always every year it seems to get a little bit bigger and a little bit better so sure I think today we're hitting red run 130 135 people for the on the on the weekend so that's pretty impressive for the the yeah. growth of the, the the sport here in this area and the Tumble Warrens aspect of it all and Verona man that was a hit Verona, yeah, we haven't done a podcast on that yet. No, uh, I, I listened to your guys' podcast with you and Logan regarding the Verona, but that was a fantastic event. I mean, we we hit record, record numbers for the sound auction. We had, what was it, how many people showed up to the ski shoot for the first annual one? I'm trying to think if they had... Was it 60 or 70 people? It was close to 60, I think, which, you know, we worked with the Neistead Foundation on that because that was that's Joe's wheelhouse. I'm not a Correct. sporting clays guy, so he was very happy with it for the first year. And I mean, the people at... Uh, you caught me off guard. I'm trying to think of the name of the club down there. You gotta go back in time. Yeah, this was two and a half months ago. Um, good grief. Neither do I for the four related sporting clays hat either. So oh, I can always, always edit it in post. Fred and Becky Clark, I apologize for forgetting the name of your club. <laughs> uh, but it's right outside of Verona. Uh, great, great people. Uh, and they, they fell in love with Joe and I think Mike, Mike Fox, Mike Cox was up from... Uh, He's a veteran that has started a, a outdoor adventure nonprofit to get vets out into the outdoors, and they did the those two groups just instantly bonded to the point where Fred and Becky invited Joe to to bring a veteran in next year to whitetail hunt in Wisconsin on their own family farm. So just a lot of a lot of good stuff. And then we did the big thing at Vortex where we had 140, 150 mm -hmm. vets, first responders, law enforcement, and some of our our VIP friends, including yourself. And that was that was a cool event because it really. You know, n nothing against a weekend like this. I mean, there may have been a dozen, two dozen vets, first responders here, but when you get 140, 150 people that are in that community together, mm -hmm. um, it, it was it was pretty special. I mean, I've heard a lot of stories of just how impactful the weekend was for those folks, and I think that that's kind of what our model is going to be going forward for some of our out-of-state stuff is trying to recreate. I can't take Vortex with me everywhere I go, but just trying to recreate that, that atmosphere in that community where you've got a couple hundred people that have served our country or 
our communities and just just putting them in the same town for the same weekend and see what happens. That's that's I'm looking forward to that because we talked about this yesterday and also at Verona talk about the the ex, the the next couple of locations in the in the future. But overall, I thought the 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 aspect of everything that we had going on it was a big success even with the the endurance race. So it's, uh, it's like I've been rooting for Brian Austin and you guys to to collaborate on something. It's like but it, it's like when 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 uh, when July ends is like. Brian does not interrupt his, his prep for elk season. Yeah, and it worked. I mean, him and I have been talking about it for a couple of years, so it worked out really well with, uh, you know, he's got a couple of his brothers that work for Vortex. They love they live down there, uh, and he's got a gr- great relationship with the, the owner of Tyrell Basin. So uh, Brian and I just decided, hey, let's, let's do a weekend together where he did his event, I did, you know, our event, and then... Uh, Ironically, a couple of some of the guys that we invited in from uh, Minnesota—they're—they're they're all Minnesota National Guard. They ended up winning the team challenge in their first year, and I th- they were—they were blown away. The three young guys that came—I uh, guess they talked about that day for or the weekend for for weeks after the fact and just can't wait to come back next year so correct yeah and then uh had the concert afterwards was yeah. just phenomenal yeah chris cruzy he's a he's a heck of a talent uh brew pub pizza anybody up in the midwest here is familiar with lots of matzo so they brought mm-hmm. brought chris in and and yeah everybody had a great time it was a it was a lot going on in one weekend when, when you're talking archery sporting clays a concert the beast mode event vortex but uh yeah we'll be we'll be back there hopefully the last weekend of april again next year to do it all over again so oh definitely now the hotel has a heads up on everyone late at night talking in the lobby and causing trouble (laughs) oh man it was it was all right but it still threw us off guard when all of a sudden the uh fire alarm went off it's still there was still no answer to that we but were at it was dinner just, for that so we oh. missed that but i guess yeah. i didn't know anything about a fire alarm going yeah, off yeah, fire alarm we were, that was on friday that was friday night so we were it was just myself seth and and nate we were all just chilling so then all of a sudden it goes off it's like we're not quite sure how to take this so it's like i walk outside i walk down and i'm looking i'm looking at everybody and it's like well there's not really any sense of urgency and don't we're not smelling any smoke so i think i it got bumped on accident or one of the kids like hey let's what does this do because they also had a uh Water park. water park they're built into it as well which i thought was a, f- a fantastic idea but the thing that i that was frightening is that the front desk people were telling us like hey that we had a string of break-ins here so make sure you bring your all your stuff in so of course myself nate seth we bring in all of our double cases so we pr- but it's like well it's we don't want to have anything uh, breaking into our vehicles yeah oregon sportsman's club before i forget it it's been bothering me since i there forgot the name and i should have had some of that Dissolve it on your tongue. Oh, happy juice shot? that you were going to give me, yeah. and maybe I would have. There you uh, go. Some dead shot. I, you know, that's that dead shot stuff is, is fantastic. I know you guys haven't had it yet, but uh, I came across them when I was in Mountain Archery Fest. I didn't even meet them until after we shot uh, the uh, Exox course that Friday. Now, shooting in Utah, it's like we were we were shooting in snow. We were dealing with 20, 30 mile wind gusts. So it's like, and I'm shooting my big old uh, DLX from that I got from Tyson here a couple years ago. And that just act. That was a complete sale. I just, you just feel the wind come up, and it's like you're you like, oh, I'm ready to go. Then I was, nope, I gotta let it back down again because that wind would just just was was a, a terror. It happens. No yeah. fault of the bow. It's just the nature of archery in general. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, that, yeah. There's no there's no fault in expedition. There was a fantastic uh, shooting bow. I mean, I shoot yesterday. I shot pretty well, except for the time I put it in the tree and stuff like that. Man, you guys were behind us. That was a hoot yesterday. That was fun with. Uh, Jeremy, I don't know, he's got so many nicknames now, Jeremy Fisher from the Toxon app, and what a 
What a goofball. He sent me a picture on Facebook Messenger of himself, like, peering out behind a tree, looking at me with binoculars. Where are you at, Chris? So, yeah, he's, uh, he's a character. We, we had some inside jokes on the whole thing, but, yeah, one of the, one of the shots I took that, that you guys shot and took off after that is that uh, we shot uh, on the back here, I think it was, like, 13 or 14, where you got the wolf and the, uh, the, the uh, whitetail. Well, I shot the whitetail, and I skipped over the top of it, and it, and it pinwheeled. It just got up to her. And when I finally defined it, it's like it was sitting in the tree, leaning up against it. I knew it leaned up against something. I just didn't remember which tree it was. So Alicia's got a picture of me taking a selfie with it just because it's like, this doesn't happen to be able to find it. And then, of course, and then I, I buried it in one of the trees up there. But, hey, I managed to get it back. There was no damage to the shaft. It just didn't hit true. Was yeah, PS 23s were something. You had a rough stretcher. I don't think we were meant to shoot together because I think it was the elk where you were you were chopping wood, and then the wolf and the deer was the next target, and then I think something might have happened on the one after that. And at that point, we decided to when Jeremy kept sniffing my hair, we decided to <laughs> to part ways and, and get on ahead of you guys. So. Oh man, we were we were talking as a joke. It's like why don't there's a place that you can get temporary tattoos? Just get one of Chris's face, just put it on his calf and walk around. Yeah. <laughs> he coins the term, he's the Hispanic Chris Ham. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, the I was the wait- mucho dilo. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the little Chinese big deal. <laughs> I was waiting for Jeff to fling one over number 10 on the scramble. That's what I was thinking, too, but it's like, I just like, well, I'm going to put it at the base of the insert, and sure enough, I, I still managed to put, put in the 10, so, but yeah, I, I thought I was going to go right on the top, but it's because I was recording you. Uh, you know, apparently. But you missed it, though. Uh, Mike kept up the tradition. So Jake, he's Jake Mansell. He's the uh, head of advertising at HHA. He, every year, he always seems to miss a target. He never changes his pin. Well, apparently, uh, Mike beat me to the punch. He already shot one over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got to, was it Buffalo number 10? Yeah. 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 So we got probably two targets before that. I say, that's weird. Nobody's put one over the Buffalo yet. We get up there, and my partner Dan put one right over it. So I, I jinxed him on that one. So, yeah, that was interesting. But, yeah, we did uh, the today. We went out with Chris and Nate, and we got joined by a, a first-time 3D shooter on the last couple targets on the back half of the course here. And it's a lot of good time. A beautiful course here. Um, they added a little looper on the pond last year, so it's been two years now with that, and it's a fun little moose shoot across the pond, which is something we actually do at our home club too. So kind of a little bit of home feeling here. But yeah, it's just a great course, easy to walk, so if you have mobility issues, it's, it's pretty flat, so you're not doing a lot of up and downhill. And Correct. Uh, the comment that we got from our our friends from home was, you know, there's a challenging shot where you're actually shooting through the trees, um, you know, and around some obstacles, which which always adds to the difficulty level, which is fun. Um, but yeah, we kind of, some stuff we're going to take back and redo our course with because we have clear paths to all our targets. So we're going to, sounds like we're going to change some stuff up and take away a little bit of what we learned from here and take that back home and make some changes to make our stuff more interesting so that's that's kind of a different aspect that we didn't think about before until they came up to experience it for the first time and I know they're already talking about coming back next year and trying to hit up some of the other shoots so oh beautiful fantastic the archery family's growing again the yeah. HHA one anyway so yeah I saw, I saw the guy like I, I saw this bow and I saw the atomic rods like oh I bet this is the Tyson had something to deal with and sure enough there's there's a dust off project sticker right there and this dude's like oh, oh it was a recipient that was it. Mike yeah. Uh, Cloth. So they're actually from Ames area. Um, his two daughters shoot 
Uh, they shot 4-H national archery for recurve the last couple years between one or the other one. Um, but they're actually hosting the Ragbri team that's coming up that Matt got arranged. They're actually hosting them at their house in Ames when Ragbri comes through. So that's kind of a neat deal. But they, they made a long trip. They shot the R100 in West Union Friday, drove up here to shoot Saturday. So they stayed from the scramble. We talked them into staying for the scramble and then drove back to finish the R100 today and go all the way back to Ames. So they, they're really road tripping. Oh yeah, they're so. And they had trip. a new shooter with them from the girls' college swim team that she'd only been shooting for a month. This is her, yeah, her first Yeah, shoot. so her first 3D shoots well, and the R100 they the drug her to the R100 and then she shot the course here and yeah, so pretty neat, interesting from their side anyway. Yeah, if you really want to get a perspective and, and, and like leveling up your, your 3D course, you go shoot the, the King Hill 3D, but in this case, this year, it's it's always the last weekend of July. Well, that's also the, the weekend of the kids shoot there at, for Shields, which Alicia and I and, and uh, Sophia's we're all gonna come down there and shoot that on the end of the, at the end of the month. So, got a lot of archery planned this month. I think every weekend for the last, for the next, from two weeks ago to the next three weeks it's gonna be just archery every single weekend yeah that's gonna be a busy week for us our girls are at 4-h for fairs so and that, the second week of the fair we actually have our shields 3d kids shoot thing at that's our the one they're coming down yeah. that's what we're yeah. coming to yeah, yeah. Yep. yes yep. so yeah but you've been to our course before oh too. it's absolutely stunning I, I keep it's like I, I asked Chris yesterday if he had been to it yet and he's like I'd like I, I even I think I mentioned you a couple of years or last year or a year before like if you want to go down there and shoot I will you drive to Los Salem I'll drive the next three hours down there because it is just a diamond in the rough yep so I mean we've been trying to work with Chris to get a, a HHA shoot there so one of those things we've been working on for two years now kind of eventually we'll get it worked out but we <laughs> We got a, a hitch thrown in our club setup. They're gonna redo the pond system there to better filter out silts and, and make it a better ecosystem for that whole park that our club's at. And so we're losing our club range for a year or so. So we're trying to yeah. re-figure out where we're gonna host shoots, which is just a internal struggle with us. You know, we'll get something worked out, but we're kind of hoping maybe after they get everything done, we'll host that HHA shoot there um, with a all new course, I guess, or partially new course for us and more challenging shots like we talked about here. So just some stuff we got to work out with our club, but I think in the future, it's, it's going to be better for the ecosystem there. And, you know, that's part of the deal is being an archer, it's being involved with conservation and stuff like that. So whatever we can do to help make it better and, but we'll have a lot bigger practice range it sounds like out to 100 yards or more oh fantastic so like our practice range area there that you're familiar with mm -hmm. it'll be at least twice as long as that um the trail will have to be redone there'll be earth bridges instead of that metal structure bridge there um so it'll be pretty neat it's just gonna be a, a slow process because there's permitting stuff and stuff they have to go through for to see if there's native american artifacts they have to do excavation to do that and it's kind of interesting how everything works but a lot of permitting and working with different organizations and contractors to make sure everything's done right but yeah so hopefully in the future we'll have an hha shoot there but yeah it is what it is so yeah you guys have done more than your uh, part in making trips up to wisconsin over the last <laughs> four years so it's probably probably my turn to come down that, twist, that neck of the woods that arm a little bit more i'm just sad we're missing the next two 
the next big reunion where we're all at will be the wedding, so. Oh yeah, yep. that's true. Mm-hmm. So you're not gonna be able to make, make the, the last well, two HG shoots? The next one we're in a wedding, and then after that, the oldest has cross country. Oh and yeah. it's Denver days, so we can't really. Yeah, so you gotta be part of, the, part of the pillar of the community there, mm-hmm. Denver the town, days. The town party, and they, that's the first run for the cross country team that our oldest is very actively involved in, so gotta be there to support the kids' activities, which, you know, it's part of that too, so. Yeah, but yeah, it's been a busy summer. <laughs> it sounds like everybody's busy though, so it's not just us. That is correct. So you're coming to Racine? Oh yeah, I already got, I already got. My, I booked my hotel the day you le- released the, the itinerary. Where are you staying at? I know it's right. I know it's a straight shot from the unit. I have to talk to Alicia to talk. We'll talk about that because Chad Stillman, you know Chad, that's mm-hmm. part of the HHA family. He he's from Racine, and he was law enforcement down there for many years and there's a lot of sketchy areas of town so I want to make sure that you're not in there so that's what Mike was telling me too it's like well I guess we can always bring our, our concealed carriers with us so I've got I've got a couple hotel blocks that I'll forward to you after I get home and make sure that you're not on the bad side of town so that's 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 true so at least the nice thing is we we it's one of those uh pay to book so it's like we booked and then we'll pay when we get there so I said we can easily cancel our our, our uh, reservation and go from there yeah, that'll be a good shoot because, I mean, those guys were part of our, kind of our beginnings as HHA USA. We did Deer Fest in West Bend in August of 2019 and had no targets, but the, the Racine Instinctive Bowman had already been working with Deer Fest, and so they brought all the targets for our first, I guess, official shoot as a 501c3, and then they had been on us for the last four years to have a shoot, and, you know, we had been doing everything in central Wisconsin, and then with doing less shoots this year, we decided to kind of spread out geographically across the state, and it just made sense. They've got a They've got a really cool club down there. I think it's on 200 acres. The club's been around for 70 years, and it was a traditional only club for the first 50. So they've only gone to compounds the last 20 years. Uh, but Jake and I went down and shot it last August just to lay our eyes on it before we gave 100% commitment to shoot it. And it's it's cool. They've got four. I think they have four 20 target ranges. So wow. I think they're going to be running. I don't think they're running all four of them, but uh, we're going to be running at least two 20 target courses, and then they've got an elevated. Uh, it's like a treehouse. If you've seen Return of the Jedi, it reminds me of. I'm waiting to see Ewoks come jumping off this thing. It's really, really cool. Uh, I'll, I'll tell I'll tell Jeremy to pick up an Ewok con- uh, uh, costume for you and just scare you. And then like, it's probably gonna be hot because it's gonna be August. But you know, <laughs> now it's clicking with me. Kind of looks like Wicked. Do you realize Wicked. what Mike's doing down there? We got Nathan sitting on one of the table with no mic, just itching to say something, and Mike's playing music at the other end of the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to get Nate on the podcast for a while, but he's, he's, he's a little skeptical right now. Well, he did say if we did a podcast at the wedding, he would speak. I'll bring my gear down. I'll, uh, it's like, you guys see how small, compact this thing is? It's like, this is strictly designed to be on the mountain, but we never did do a podcast up there, but I did get a few out That's your in, first one. That's camp. my wedding gift. That would be kind of a cool gift that you could give the trunk hills, you know, instead of like a photo booth, it's like a five minute podcast, you know? Sure. Give, give us your yeah, thoughts on Tyson and Kayla. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Give, give her on. Give it, yeah, there we go. I could do that. Drop, drop a, a new clip. episode like every day for oh, like man. a week or something. That oh, might for sure. Bad. The one minute episode just random friends of jumping on yeah definitely just put it put a lapel mic in their mouth it's like hey like hey speak some kind words about the trunk hills here yeah, and then, then then well, Nate will do it before your, everyone if starts you're asking drinking, for please. kind words it'd be really really short then <laughs> i was gonna say you better do it early in the night or that could get ugly pretty fast give oh. us your thoughts would be 
more appropriate, probably. <laughs> and then plus, Nate's already volunteered that he's going to be able to give a, a small speech, so we'll, we'll get him on the podcast for a period of time. <laughs> well, he, he's just he invited himself or pushed himself into our morning meeting of what was going to happen because Chris is marrying us. So he just sat down. He goes, "Oh, I better walk away," and then he got roped into it anyway. Yeah, so. pretty much took my job from me. So yeah. yeah. Oh, that's pretty exciting. Though. It's nice to it's a, a a great honor to see you be get up there and give a the give away give away the bride and groom. I don't get nervous about much, and I'm not. I don't want to say that I'm nervous, but I mean, I you know, I spoke in front of our group for the uh, the scramble yesterday. I shared my testimony at the ATA, you know, four years ago in front of 350 people. It's not it's not uncomfortable for me to do that, but I've I wear a lot of hats, and pastor hasn't been one yet, but it's getting added to my. Uh, my resume here this October, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So. Well, we'll sharpen that iron real quick for you, because next minute, you know, they'll all of a sudden, like, oh, Chris Ham does this. Like, how much do it cost to book you? It's yeah. like, oh, just, just just do the contribution to HJUSA. It's fifteen to $2,000, <laughs> depending where it's at. Yep. <laughs> That's side gigs. You gotta have that side hustle. Go. side hustle. But hey, it's nice. Holly's it's gonna it's... hate us because he's already busy, and now we're adding this to his resume. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it's the fact that you guys put it in, in, in. Well, the nice thing is, like, you guys' honeymoon is gonna roll right into the archery season. So that was Tyson's big thing on choosing the date, and I'm just making it known. I did not choose the date. It was all him. So everyone can be mad at him. Yeah, right. our season we opens are, up September 18. <laughs> yeah. Well, I. I mean, I figure we already told our friends that are big deer hunters, if you don't make it, we completely understand, because if we weren't getting married that day, we would be in a tree stand too. So, uh, but yeah, it's nice. We can take a little uh, anniversary days off or whatever every year to get in a tree stand together on our anniversary and hopefully shoot some deer pre-rut or something at least. So there's that excuse anyway. It makes me feel better about picking (laughs) the worst possible date time of year anyway but oh well that's when i got when, when alicia and i got married we, we made sure it was before any any season started so except for elk season but none of my friends elk hunt seriously so yeah well we figured it's it's pre-rut so if we would have done it like november second week in november then we probably would have heard it for sure so yeah I'm, i got a trip down to illinois so it's like i'm i, I don't know I'll, I'll probably just go to your wedding and just be landed over there for the week <laughs> It happens. Yeah, but nope. I don't. That's my. That's uh, Illinois doesn't kick off until October first, anyways. But it's like uh, with communication with uh, Bigger Bucks Outdoors, uh, Travis will probably figure out something. To, uh, usually, I like to hunt towards uh, Veterans Day. This usually seems to be a very nice cold front that comes through and gets them up off their feet and go from there. That's right. You won that hunt at the, was it the Iowa Deer Classic. No, it was at the Dells. Or at the Dells. Yeah. Oh, all right. I tried to last year, but I only put like three tickets in. It's like when it's like I walk in, it's like I need a new coffee mug, which I was carrying around with me before we sat down. And next minute I know I get tagged and I get I got drawn and I see a phone call from Media Illinois. It's like, oh, I know who this is. That's awesome. Yeah, nice. yeah. It's uh, and then then on top of that too, uh, for, uh, Bruce Hutchin, he does a. Uh, Whitetail Rendezvous and Hutch on Hunting. He's been hunting for 50-some years. He's 70-some years old. And he reaches out to me, and we're, we're doing another hunt at Travis's in 2024. So you're busy. Yeah. Well, that's one of those things where it's like, as I've gotten older and the, like, the time that I have to be able to dedicate some of the stuff right here, like, I can now see the value of why outfitters need to be there. Because it's like, as a guy gets older and as the kids gets older, as you guys have found out with all the kids' uh, activities and such, an outfitter has, an, has a need, has a place. Now it's just finding someone that doesn't charge you over an arm and a leg. 
You already know someone, Austin. Yeah, Austin. Yes, yes. We, which yeah. we're, we're, I'm hoping that at one of these events, he'll be there for at the Blackhawk Archers there in Iowa. We can sit down because I want to sit down and talk to him and break down everything because I'm, I'm going to ask him if he can bring a pack with him. And we basically just break down the anatomy of it and what he does when he's out there in Montana. Yeah, he just got home this week. Yeah, yeah this past week. He just came back for a month or so. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's right, because we're, we're, we're kind of playing around at the end of July to sit yeah. down and have a conversation with him. Yeah, because yep. we're all in the wedding the following weekend on the 4th. So he should be around. Yeah, he should be there for that shoot. So He's skipping yeah. our wedding because he has to work. But Yeah, yeah when you're talking peak peak time out there in the, in the Midwest, out there in the West, it's like you kind of pick your battles on that one. Yeah, it's Austin, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we can just, we, just, we, can, we can have a man to make his life difficult. Right. Yeah, oh, has, has Amanda been able to make it up to one of these shoots here yet? No, oh, she's so yet. busy with yeah, her new is. job. Army recruiting, so yeah. They had all kinds of weird changes this year. Oh, yeah, believe me. I work. For, we work with MEPS with the LHI or Optum, oh, yeah. so yep. you're, you're familiar with that for a key phrase. And then we, we're at, getting the memos from the, the VA and the, the what what they're reducing on for, for aspects of being finding a quality candidate for the military has really dropped. I'm surprised they haven't dropped it to below for the IQ to be 68. Yeah, I don't know. That's a hard job. I mean, it's been a hard to be a recruiter for a long time, and... Cause it's well, not getting any easier for sure so well look at all the people that because all the kids now that are born in 2001 2002 or in, uh, all the way up to 2008 all those parents that were that served yeah. you don't want their kids to go on any there and the, 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 they see the they see the writing on the wall and they don't really want their kids to be involved with that that uh, yeah aspect of it all no no it's just an interesting time to be alive in general so lots of change everywhere in my role right now, we have a mass exodus in the military because nobody wants to serve underneath the situation that we're going through. So like we're constantly being slammed at work. Like we have opportunity where people at the service members that are cycling out don't want to be in anymore. So we've seen a huge uptake in that. But job security. Yeah. It's always a cycle. It always has been. I mean, mm -hmm. it is what it is. But this year for um, for Toma Warrens, this is the first year we did 40 targets, correct? I think. Yeah, that was a surprise that Chad gave us. It was advertised as 28, and then he texted me about a month ago. He's like, hey, do you mind if we add an extra dozen targets? And we just we basically did it for the same price this year. But next year, I think we're going to do uh, two 20-target ranges, one maybe 40 and under, kind of a family-friendly, and then, and then one to kind of stretch things out a little bit, 40 to you know, 60, 70 yards maybe, and have two different mm -hmm. courses, and then a you know, one for 20, two for 30 type thing, kind of like we do at some of our other ranges that have multiple multiple courses so mm -hmm. yeah it's good that you're gonna put in a, a warm-up range for mr. 12 ring there so he can do those long shots first to warm up uh, yeah. I'm glad he, we didn't give him a mic before, he's looking he, mad. before he crushes everybody on the, the easy family-friendly one for sure so <laughs> you want a mic now <laughs> yeah we have kids of all ages at these shoots you know you get a guy that you know drops a, a 10 to an 8 and, and throws a tantrum and spikes his bow off the nearest pine tree. It's always entertaining. So. That's not me. <laughs> no tantrums. No oh, tantrums. No, no tantrums yeah, he whatsoever. Would have to, he would have to shoot an 8 or a 10 first. You know, hey, uh, he got an 8 today. Uh, <laughs> pounding those 12 rings. Uh, no, this is a fun event. Like Tyson said, it's, it's kind of a family reunion. And I mean, 
you know, Nathan is not a veteran. I'm not a veteran. Um, but just just hanging out on the weekends. I mean, we've the last I think I think the last four years we've been here. Now we've stayed at the Three Bears, which is the Yogi Bear campground. Really nice cabin. And uh, you know, long days. We were over here at you know seven o'clock yesterday morning, seven o'clock this morning, and by the time the scramble got done, it was eight o'clock. So I mean, it's nice just to go back to the cabin and uh, just just the camaraderie that we've formed amongst the HHA USA family, and, and it's just been really neat to see civilians, veterans, first responders, law enforcement, all of them coming together around the sport of archery. Um, and I mean, I don't suffer from PTSD. I'm a 48-year-old male living in the United States of America with a with a full-time job and a growing nonprofit. I mean, I have stressful days, and, and it these weekends mean a lot to me because it just allows me to kind of get off the grid for a little bit, even though we're very busy here. It, it's just great to be around this family, and, and I just walk away from these weekends renewed and, and waiting for the next one. It's like um, the instance you, or the, the second you drive through those gates, all your worries and stress from the weeks prior just melt away and you get here and it's like yep this is where i need to be this is this is everything we're very fortunate we have a lot of uh, unique characters to cap oh, crack yeah. everybody have appeal to <laughs> crack smiles and, and laughing and, and giving everybody a good uh, ribbing from here mm-hmm. and from here to there and and the nice thing about this partic- this location is there's no service like I barely, I get maybe one or two bars uh, early this this year. But I think it was back in May or early June. We were it was myself, Jesse, and Al Potter, and we were coming out on the backside here. And all of a sudden, I looked down. I got two phone numbers from a 608 number. It's like, oh, I I bet this is the police station in Sparta. Sure enough, I call back. It's like, hey, you called me twice. Like, yeah, do you need do you need service or need any help? It's like. I go, it's like, I'm in Toma right now. It's like, I'm surprised I even got a made a connection for you. Because it's like, I, it, was a, it was the second time in like two weeks I butt-dialed the police. <laughs> Why yeah. are you butt-dialing the police? It was the sensitivity on my phone because it's like I had, uh, it's set to where if you have a full case, you had the excess sensitivity for it. Well, I don't have a, it's not in a full case. Like Tyson's here is because it's like, you know, it has a screen protector on it. Well, mm-hmm. mine is just an open face now, so I went through and I, ch- I adjusted the... Ad- now, I haven't done it yet. I haven't called the cops on an accident here recently. Yeah, well, that's we walk good. away from this table. <laughs> that is true. So, yeah, either way, it's, there's, always, there's always something fun happening here. Yeah. Yeah. It's never a dull moment. nice sure. seeing more and more kids and more women at these events. Because when I first came here, like, four, three years ago? Three years ago. It was just me and a bunch of guys and... <laughs> <laughs> Not so much anymore. Yeah, we were talking about that last night during the scramble. Uh, random draw, but a pair of women got teamed up together, and we were all talking about how it seemed like there was more ladies in the scramble this time um, than there had been even last year. And last year was quite a few. So, mm-hmm. yep, young ladies, teenage age, all the way up to I won't say elderly, but <laughs> Mike. older. Yeah, Mike's, Mike's age. Um, yeah, so it's it's nice to see, and it's it's definitely a family friendly sport, you know, mm-hmm. and you get out of it what you put into it. And we do have the luxury of having the Stabila track out here, so if you are in a wheelchair that you need want to come out to these units and stuff like that, it'd be fantastic for you. That was one of the things that I learned about with Martin Archery Fest is that Brandon Waddell is a huge family guy, and then when you find out he has nine kids, that kind of makes sense. And that was his whole thing. He has one course dedicated for those for the Stabila track. And action track, whatever you want to refer to them as, and then you then let place for the kids to shoot, and it just absolutely just seeing being on top of the mountain there and seeing all these kids and all there was a lot of females that they're shooting too, so that was a really good thing to see that the introduction to the sport is is, is growing in all aspects. Yeah, 
agree. Yep, we noticed that attack this year when we were in Michigan. <laughs> that was a fun time. There's another funny story that has. No, to do it's with. not funny. Uh, <laughs> what? So what did Kayla do this time? I didn't uh, do anything. So, <laughs> Wedding's off. Yeah. So we were standing in line. It was the worst experience of my life, and Tyson was just letting it happen. On a was it Saturday? Yes. Yeah. So our second day shooting on our second course, so we're just waiting for the time to get on the lift. And John Dudley, so we know him because we met him a few years ago at the TAC and he's also from Iowa. And a, a guy that I actually was in ROTC with, he was a, like two years ahead of me, works for John at Knock On there in, in the Des Moines area. So like we have that kind of connection. So he, he always recognizes us when we've, we've met him at the TAC and, or when we've been at the TAC when he's there. So he came through the line with his Sasquatch arm like fist bumping people and doing content for his knock on stuff and he got to us and he stopped and talked to us for a minute and she her pouty face my rbf yeah so <laughs> she was just standing there and he's like what he's like you looked a lot more smiley yesterday when i saw you or something like that and she's like yeah we're just kind of had an off day yesterday afternoon and you know just trying to turn it around today and we're just kind of tired and just chilling and then so he walked away and there's a guy who's probably like a group or two in front of us, younger, probably 20 something. So everybody that doesn't know Kayla, she doesn't look her age. She, everybody thinks she's in her early to mid 20s. So I'm, I'm sure he assumed that. You were my dad. Yeah, I was her dad. <laughs> That's hilarious. creepy. Yeah, and you know, him and her would have been the same age. So he comes over and he's like, oh, why aren't you smiling today? And you know, and like hitting on her basically and then he, she has her bright teal bow which everybody recognized teal with white limbs and it gets noticed or people will be like oh i've seen you on online content on facebook or instagram or whatever so then he's like oh i really like your bow like trying to take that angle and i just stand there looking at him like you're freaking crazy and i'm just ran rambling because like, i'm uncomfortable like, and... she's uncomfortable i'm just looking at him like yeah, this can't be happening. I'm waiting like, for Tyson to step in and so be like, then, go away. And he's so just he letting it just happen. So he finally just gives me a look. And I'm just staring at him. And he's just kind of like, oh, okay, nice talking to you. Like, rolled his eyes and walked away. Like, if he would have kept going, he probably would have not walked away. But, uh, <laughs> so then she looks at me. She's like, why didn't you say anything? I go, I don't know. What was I going to say? Like, I was just going to play this out and see what happened. You know, either he was going to hit on you some more. Or he was going to get the idea, like, not, you know, not appropriate. Mm -hmm. So then John comes back around and she flagged him down. She's like, now I got a bone to pick with you. And he's like, oh, what happened now? What'd you do? Same thing. He's like, what did you do? And she goes, he heard you ask me about not smiling. So this kid came over and hit on me. And this, and this time they had actually got on the lift and were already gone. So he couldn't call this guy out. But John's like, everybody stand in line. There's probably 75, 100 people standing in line waiting to go up. Funny. He goes, hey, everybody, just so you know she's taken so don't be hitting on her you know but he's like Man. he looks at us and he goes you guys well, we both had our expedition jerseys on he's like he didn't know and i was like he didn't he was oblivious and he's like your guys are wearing the same shirt you know like it says trunkle on the back yeah, it should have been obvious that you guys were together but i was like i don't know man it's crazy well yeah so that was our fun tack experience. It was not fun. <laughs> no creepers at the HHA USA. No, nope. we, we are creeper free. Here. Other than Jeremy Fisher, but he's only after me, so I can take care of him. So. Well, that's right, Mike. Swedish fish. Uh huh. 
Well, this is fantastic. I want to say thank you for being on the podcast, taking your time to sit down with us, but it's going to be a, a very fun season. So I'm looking forward to our next event, which is going to be at... Uh, we're seeing instinctive bowman and, and the last one's in uh not wisconsin Custer, rapids wisconsin rapids for right last in our one. backyard yeah. oh and then we also got the banquet again second annual banquet yeah and this year we paired the banquet the same weekend as the uh, uh the shoot in rapids so for people mm-hmm. who want to come and make a weekend out of it they can go to the banquet friday night stay in town and then it's about a 10 minute drive from the from rapids out to uh to antler archers where where we got if, if it wasn't for antler archers i wouldn't be sitting here because that's where my dad got his start in archery back in the late 60s so mm-hmm. they're a nice uh, club too yeah good good group of guys there's a few of them walking by us here today about a half dozen of them came down so awesome yeah it's going to be a good uh good weekend good finish to the season and then uh yeah or it, it's funny because we're you know we're sitting around here talking about how can we make this better next year or, or you know how we can make jeff fest four even better and <laughs> and uh, Oh, sushi. Was it what was the the term you coined from Friday? Sushi of the woods. Sushi of the woods, because the way my venison turned out. It was the sushi of the woods. <laughs> it was that good. Yeah. So looking forward to uh, raw and wrapped in seaweed. <laughs> Is that what that was? There was some green stuff on it. I think it was uh, sage. That was rosemary. Rosemary. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, one of these years we'll make it, but we're missing the next two because of other commitments. And hope everybody has a good time and can't wait to hear about it at least. And missing the banquet again because of kids sports yeah so we're just really gonna have to get rid of these kids and then clear up a lot of our problems well 18's coming pretty quick you know you got one about ready to start driving you got one that's gonna start dating so it's like you're though they're gonna be get busy no yeah. they're not dating at they're all they're not allowed to date till oh. they're 30 and moved out so well you know like what i do with my daughter you try to use a fireman and it's like that rock gets bigger they all have bows yeah they yeah. all know how to use their bows so one thing we forgot to mention and his truck is sitting about 20 yards from us here is uh John Mulligan, Johnny Utah, came oh, up yes. from Iowa. Yes, he did. Uh, our friend Ross is going to be, uh, uh, his film is going to come out next spring, but we're also breaking points doing a film on John as well. Oh, phenomenal. So we've got some uh, some pretty cool stuff in the works with our films. Obviously, Tyson was in one of them here recently. and um, Kayla was in it, too. Stop. And Kayla. Yes, yep, Tyson yep. and Kayla. I was just there for Emotional the support. crying value. <laughs> yep. The tearjerker. Yeah. Yeah, so John and his uh, his friend Leslie are here out on the out on the course getting some content, and and she's a combat veteran as well. So I got to meet her, even though I've been following her on social media for a couple of years. Got to meet her this weekend, and so yeah, it's uh, a lot of a lot of Iowa folk up here this weekend. So we brought half of them. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's the nice thing about this location. It's right off of I-90, so it's really convenient to be able to get in and out rather rapidly and then go from there. And plus, the, the nice thing, getting getting from here is all beautifully and very scenic to get down, especially if you go through Prairie du Chien and jump across there into Decorah and such. Yeah. I've taken multiple routes to go to their house, so it's like I know how to get there, and <laughs> whether if I want to be uh, officially on business or if I just want to just take my time and go through the beautiful country of the Driftless region. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal, guys. So, yeah. Well, thank you guys again. We'll wrap this up here. And uh, any final words of wisdom? Nate. Yeah, give him a mic. We've we've thrown him under the bus. Thanks for having us on again, Jeff. We really appreciate it and can't wait for the next one. (laughs) (laughs) Nate just shook his head. He's not speaking until October. Perfect. So, well, we'll we'll be catching up here in just a couple weeks down there in uh, Iowa. So, thank you all.